0: Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 156. And in this conversation, I bring on Victoria Downing, and we talk about kind of a global macro view of what's been going on over the last 18 months, what the successful remodelers have been doing, and kind of a look ahead, what should you be focused on right now with all of these unknowns and question marks. So great conversation. We also spend a little bit of time talking about their event coming up, which is the Remodeler Summit, and it's part of Remodeling Excellence Week. And so we talk about what they've got going on there. We've been a, a sponsor at several of these events for many, many years, but I've also just gone as an attendee and they're they're always really well done. So she gives you a little preview of what's going on in those events. All right, let's dive in. And again, this is Victoria Downing of Remodelers Advantage. Hey, Victoria, glad to have you with me today. Hey,
1: Spencer, I appreciate you having me on. It's great to be on your show. Good stuff you always do.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like it's been a long while since you've been on the show. I think it might go all the way back to like episode three or something like that. Oh boy, so, oh boy! And yeah, now, how many, been,
1: Where are you up to? How many episodes have you done, Spencer? Do
0: you know? Uh, we're over 150, so I, somewhere in that range. But yeah, I'm glad to have you back, and we'll be we'll be at your event soon. So we'll talk about that. But I kind of just wanted to talk to you about kind of like a little bit state of the industry. You. Talk to remodelers all over the country, you know, every week. And I feel like you have kind of that macro global view. What's the last 18-month whirlwind been like, you know, from your perspective?
1: It's been for many angles really good for a lot of people. Of course, at the beginning, no one knew, right? We were all waiting for the other shoe to drop, close down businesses and you know, the various states and all that. And every it seemed like every state was dealing with something a little bit different. And we really ramped up the reach out to our members at the beginning of the whole thing. So we were talking to people all over the country. And as COVID started to come from different areas, the people that it hadn't yet affected were learning what to do to prepare ahead of it. So that was awesome. So it was just some really good information being passed around. I mean, we were talking as all of our roundtable groups were talking weekly at the beginning. And it ended up then, you know, once things, once the worst of the beginning was over, I had numerous members say that 2020 was one of the best years they've ever had. What about you? Are you seeing the same thing?
0: Yep, same thing. Yeah, it was like that 45-minute or 45-day pause where everyone was just like, what's going on? And I mean, sales just screeched to a halt. I mean, I was talking to a few people and they're like, yeah, we're just gonna sit and wait. We just had three things fall through. You know, we don't know what's going on. But then, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just was like, then it was like a, rocket ship and everything right. just took off pretty yeah, pretty so that was, fascinating
1: that was great you know great to hear i mean who would have thought and then a lot of the you know ppp helped out a lot of those folks who were maybe not having quite a stellar of a year so that was a that was a big plus for a lot of companies
0: yeah yeah i feel like the ones that were in a, a decent spot they just cruised by after that 45 60 days and then yeah you're yeah. right there was assistance mm-hmm. and and that helped some people that maybe weren't quite there now that we're kind of through all of 2020 and we're into 2021, it, it felt like a lot of that momentum carried. Yeah. I am hearing a little bit of like stuff kind of falling through here just in the last maybe like 30 days and like a summer slump maybe just leads mm-hmm. slowing down. But most people are still booked for a while because it's just been so much pressure. But I'm curious, have you seen a change from kind of like, you know, the, the heat of 2020 into now?
1: I am not seeing... Much of a downturn with our members. Now, I, I did three different group calls this week, and the backlog ranged from through October, okay, so it's August now, right, through October, all the way to some that are through April of 2022. So everybody's wow. growing their backlog. So I'm, you know, I'm not here, I, I hear every once in a while a comment about leads might be slowing, but one company. In one of the groups this week told me that in 2020, they had 90 total leads. In 2022 through July, they had 170. Wow. Right? Another company jumped from like 500 leads to it. They were already at 888 leads for the year. They're just flying in the door. So now the problem has shifted. And now it's how, you know for for a while there then it was how do you get the work done and now it's how do you get the freaking supplies
0: yep yep
1: <laughs> so over here cabinet orders a lot of the you know somebody told me their top three cabinet companies all extended the lead time to 26 weeks Wow how do you manage that how all this stuff is that, so yeah. unknown you've been in the industry a long time I've been in this industry for over 30 years now and I've never seen this particular challenge.
0: Yeah, the whole supply chain thing and yeah, supplies, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's any one isolated thing either. It's stone, it's cabinets, it's lumber, it's, Tile, yeah. it's copper, plywood. it's you know, it's yeah, all it's the just, things, right? Yeah, so right. even if you feel like you solve a couple problems with a couple suppliers, then something else pops up, and mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. so, what advice are, are you giving, or what are you guys kind of talking about in your groups around that? Is it just client expectation setting, or are there pretty other pretty much you it's can do? client
1: expectation setting, and in in, in, a, in a big way, a continual communication about what's happening, even if it's nothing. So yeah, it's really managing the clients. There's so much of this in the news that I think with a little prompting, most clients, prospects, they understand what's yeah. going on. And it's it's out of the control of the remodeler. So yeah, it's just that and, and just tracking, 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 and being really careful about starting jobs without supplies mm-hmm. on hand because you could get stuck. And that would certainly not be good. For a client relationship. Getting creative about how you can build and deal with it. Like appliances, number of people were talking about getting not the exact appliances they want, any appliances. They'd stick any appliances in that would fit until the good ones, the ones they ordered came in. That sort of thing. They're just trying to be as creative as you can, but cabinets and windows right now seem to be the really bad ones. And it seems pretty darn difficult to start a project Unless you have
0: those on hand, yeah. And that's something that I kind of wanted was curious to get your thoughts on, because as I've been thinking about that, I'm going, okay, like great to have all this demand pressure on projects. Now you have supply chain issues. And so you I feel like to try to get the same revenue booked in a twelve month time span, now everything's getting pushed. So, Right. Do you have to take on more projects than you think you can actually manage knowing that lots will get stuck in various stages? Or, but you don't want to get, I mean, it just seems tricky. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. (laughs) Very tricky.
1: It's very tricky. So, you know, I mean, right now, we're all in a bit of an unknown area. So it's, it's being as monitoring things as closely as you possibly can, setting in those expectations. So somebody just wrote an email about, the fact that cash flow is going to be severely interrupted here because if you can't produce it, you don't get the draws. So what do you do? And a couple of the folks answered that this is an, a prime example of why one needs that four to six months overhead in liquidity, cash, stashed somewhere to use at exactly these times. So one of the c- conversations we're having now are people are going, you know, we originally planned for $4 million, but we're heading to six. I'm like, how are you gonna produce six yeah. <laughs> if you can't get these materials? So you better develop a plan B, and not go too crazy because you could end up producing a million less than you had hoped. Yep. Because what do you do?
0: Yeah, I don't know that's and and I love that you mentioned having the cash on hand. I. I always go back to I recorded a episode with my uncles and they were talking about the great recession and they they went into it with 24 months operating in cash oh, and wow. they burned through them. every dollar but it allowed them to survive and they made it right. through and and obviously right now like the demand is there so you probably don't need 24 months but you do need some you know 4 6 yeah. whatever it is and and I think people during the good times they forget about that and and you realize there's other Problems that might lead to you needing cash, other than That's we right. don't have enough work. So,
1: right, uh, I feel like right. that
0: message is always true. You always need cash on hand. So, yes,
1: exactly.
0: It's yeah, it's wild. We'll transition here in a minute because I want to talk about your event coming up. But anything that people should be doing now, I always like to zoom out and just think, okay, like we're in the weeds of it now. We're in the thick of it. You know, there's all these challenges we're trying to navigate. But if I can just take a breath, zoom out and fast forward six months, 12 months, 18 months, like, are there things people should be focusing on that, that you think that will set them up knowing that so much is unknown? You know, we don't know what the, the future looks like.
1: Well, something that you'd probably be happy to hear me say is that I definitely think that people should continue to invest in marketing through the, through this from now through. I'm doing a program up at JLC this weekend about that, why you should continue to market now. And one of the slides talks about marketing is like, like food. It's not like medicine. You don't take it when you need it. It's food. You need it all the time, every day to continue. There's so many reasons to keep up a strong marketing program might not be lead gen exactly, but there's so many ways to invest in marketing that would make sense right now. So that's one thing. Another thing it's a little bit more now than six, eight months out is to really pay attention to your employees. We know that it's very difficult to find new employees right now. That does not negate the need to release to to release someone to the community if they're not a good fit, right? Sure. But it does say that if you've got good people, you want them to stay with you and we're hearing a lot about burnout. Everybody's been working so hard and there's so much pressure on the production managers and the lead carpenters and the project managers to crank out that work as fast as they can that we're starting to deal with you know seeing seeing all these people deal with burnout and people leaving the profession leaving companies because they just can't take the pressure for that long so any way that you can get assistance always keeping an eye on the budget you know but any way you can get assistance whether it's interns or whether it's outsourcing things that you the owner are doing that would release you to help the production team or or any aspect of your company but you know just keep an eye on that pressure internally
0: we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes if you've ever gotten any value out of it. Head over to Remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. I think that's really good advice because yeah, I mean, and you're seeing that in other industries too. It's just really tough to keep people on right now, and yeah, I think combination of variables there. But yeah, that that's good advice. And obviously, I always love to hear that you should be marketing, but I believe it, you know. And and I've seen <laughs> yeah. it, you know, when you market when things are good, it sets you up for the low times. And when you continue right. to market during the low times, when it gets good, you reap the benefits. So no you know, you doubt,
1: just, <laughs> yeah, it's like it it's rolling. food. <laughs> yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> and I'm a big eater, so all right. Well, let's talk about uh, summit coming up. I guess so what's the scoop? Like, what do you guys have planned for this year? When is it?
1: Well, you know, summit is part of what we call Remodeling Excellence Week. So this time it's going to be in Arizona at the in Phoenix at the Arizona Grand Resort and Spa. And I believe strongly in in a couple of things. One is building one's network, right? Which is something over the last thirty years that I've really focused a lot on building those relationships and building a network. So the summit is certainly about that to bring our members together with other non-members people from you know all parts of the industry to build and expand their network and their resources another thing i really believe strongly in is that business management is business management is business management right for to a great degree whether you're running a dentist office or a remodeling company or a print shop or a marketing company You have to manage people. You have to know how to manage people. So we like to bring in resources from outside of our industry to sort of shine the light on business management tactics and strategies from different angles. So this time, we have three really good keynote speakers in addition to the three tracks, which I'll touch on in a minute. But one of them is Afterburner, which is a team of fighter pilots who are going to be coming in and sharing their ideas and strategies for building strong teams and leadership. And that's going to just be exciting. And they're just so well-known around the world as being superior performers. And they're going to share how that happens with their audience. I'm very excited about that.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
1: And then the lunchtime keynote is one of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad advice. He focuses on tax, building wealth, by while paying your fair share of taxes using strategies to leverage that again you being a finance a money guy i mean you're into that from all sorts of angles that has to be pretty appealing too
0: absolutely yeah and and who who is it that's can you say it's, or
1: Tom Wheelwright.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I follow his his stuff. And yeah. Oh, good. Some of it, so, I feel like I, I've heard him say certain things several times. And I'm still trying to wrap my head around how to actually really? execute on it. But yeah, I mean, he's really... He knows his stuff. And I mean, as a business owner, and then if you are involved in other things like real estate, like he's he's got some good stuff. So yeah, I'm excited to do that. Well, what are your favorite parts of these events? I know you've been putting them on and hosting them for a while.
1: Well, there's, there's a couple. This year, we've got three different tracks. One is we have two of our folks, Doug Howard and Steve Wheeler, who are currently certified value builder consultants. Value Builder is an organization that was created by, and I have a moment here, golly, he's the author of Built to Sell. And oh, we've had yeah. him on War, 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 Warlow. John, yep. What's this? John Warlow, right? Okay. Yep. So one of the tracks is built around the value builder process that John Warlow built and discusses in his book, Built to Sell. Now, he's been a speaker at a number of our events. And we're taking the modules that go into building a a high-value business and presenting those in one of the tracks. Whether you want to sell your business someday or not, the more you can build value in, the better it is for you and for all your employees and so on, right? And if you do want to sell, this helps you structure your business in a way that you can get maximum dollars for it. So that's one of the tracks. The second track is on production, production efficiencies, led by, of course, our production guru, Tim Fowler. But he's brought in a whole bunch of our members of production pros and all the various roundtable companies from across the country. He's got a number of them presenting their way of doing things, how to work with subs, what's the difference, you know, what's better, project managers or lead carpenters, or is it using all subs or in-house labor? A lot of discussions around that and presentations. And the third one is around just business management in general. Mark Harari is going to be doing a a, a program based on his new book, Lobster on Cheese Plate. And then Tanya Bamford from RA Marketing is going to be doing a program as well. And a number of of other presentations on other aspects of business management. David Pollard with Live Design in Chicago is going to be doing a program on using design as a differentiator. So that's going to be great. So those are the three main tracks. But I got to tell you, my favorite, favorite part is we have these little these little mm, informal sessions called Ask Anything, where top members have a topic in mind, but they're in a place that's very accessible. People can gather around. And it's basically, you can ask them anything. You can ask these people anything about anything. And you can have great conversations. And it's so exciting to see just, 20 30 people gathered around one of these pros that just talking about all sorts of things that are hot topics at the time. So that's always a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then just the fun stuff besides that.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. The after after events and stuff. Yeah. I what I've found is whenever you go to these, you know, you end up like the sessions are always really good and you come, come out with some takeaways, but then it's those like the ask anything or those little side discussions that you have, and you kind of get in the weeds on something, and you're like, oh. And you you just get exposure to other ideas that, you know, you look at your own business a little differently. And I mean, just one, one idea can can change everything, right. you know?
1: Yeah, I've had people say, hey, I just that was a $10,000 idea right there that I just got from that meeting. Like, woohoo, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah and then over, over a lifetime, it ends up being a lot more than that. So yeah, we're, we're definitely excited. We'll be down there as well. I'm it's hanging good. out with you guys. But yeah, I guess I'm always curious too with these events, what's the best way to like get the most out of it if somebody is attending?
1: Well, get some sleep. <laughs> you know eat right have some energy about you and take advantage of the opportunities i think that i mean all i like all conferences right i'm about continual learning and i'm always enjoying going to conferences and so on but i tend to be someone who is a bit social right so i like shaking hands and networking and talking to people and going to sessions and all that stuff not everybody is like that but either <laughs> although you you raise your hand that you're not but you do a very good job at it
0: yeah, so, I'm an I'm an introvert converted a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, you've
1: overcome your introversion, I'd say quite well. That's what I'd suggest is push yourself to interact. At our sessions, and I know at most conferences, but ours in particular, people are we set it up. I Meaning we we tell people this is about networking, this is about sharing, this is about talking to your peers. Everybody's ready to do that, ready to rock and roll, they want to have conversations. So Anytime you sit down in a session, you're next to somebody, introduce yourself, find out more about them, be involved, sit up front at the sessions and ask questions. Take advantage of, you know, the, the luncheons and the those the, the people, the sponsors that are going to be there, because they have such different perspectives on things than many of we small business owners. You know, just even if you're an introvert, try to push yourself to take advantage of all those opportunities.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's good advice. And usually, you know, if you see somebody that's just sitting at a table having breakfast and you just sit down, they're actually hoping somebody will come up and, that's right. and talk to that's them. That's right. That's so,
1: <laughs> right. Just exactly go for right. it.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, for sure. Well, cool. Well, if people, you know, aren't registered yet and they want to learn more, where's a good place to go register and and uh, They would go to join.
1: remodelers.summit.com. And all the information they need is there And in addition to the great content we're also having a couple of golf outings, golf events. So we'd love people to right. join us for that as well as so have a little bit of fun in the Arizona desert.
0: Yep. That's a good place to go golfing for sure. Yes. <laughs> well, very cool. Well then, yeah, we'll definitely link that up in the show notes. I highly recommend if you guys are listening, if you haven't been before, or if you have, I don't know, I've always gotten a ton of value out of these events and you meet new people, you have a good time, you get out of your mm-hmm. business for a little bit. And then you kind of feel recharged to to go back and make some some positive change. So Victoria, before we wrap, we always end with our fast five. So I'm going to hit you with five rapid fire questions. Oh, you questions. give me
1: warning on this. We always warn people on ours. Come on, I man. I know.
0: I like to throw <laughs> the curveballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First question is favorite business book and why?
1: Mm, gosh, Crucial Conversations because it gives you a almost a script for how to deal with challenging conversations that you have to have with people. That one.
0: Cool, good one. All right, next question is, who is the most inspirational person in your life?
1: Probably my mom. She was the breadwinner. She was the career woman. And she's 98 years old right now. And she still awesome. rides a stationary bike 20 minutes a day.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, and that's probably a big part of why she's 98. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's, that's super cool. All right. So if you could have one superpower, what would that be?
1: Invisibility.
0: Ooh. All right. Why is that? Just
1: so I can listen in, find out what's really going on. Hear the scoop. Nobody would
0: know. <laughs> I like that idea. I like it. I like it. All right. Describe yourself in three words
1: mm. enthusiastic, optimistic, trusting.
0: I would agree with those. Having no idea. Thank now. you very much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'd be pretty bad um, if you didn't,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. All right. Final question. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would that be?
1: Oh, boy. And this is going to sound trite as all get out. And I'm sure they've all heard it 16 bazillion times, but. Learn to understand your business numbers, understand where you are, learn them, accept it as part of your responsibility as a business owner, business person.
0: Good advice. Good advice. Well, Victoria, thanks so much for joining me. And yeah, we'll see you at the summit.
1: All right. Thanks, Spencer. Appreciate it.
0: Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Victoria. A couple of takeaways from the earlier part of the conversation. Obviously, one takeaway is go register for uh the summit. I think it's a fantastic event. Would love to see you there too. If you're a listener, we'll be there. We'll have a we'll have some classic builder funnel socks as well as some books for the remodeler marketing blueprint. If you haven't picked up a copy, we'll have some of those at the booth. But let's talk takeaways. And I think Victoria hit on a couple really good ones. One is just that reminder to always have cash on hand, whether that's three months, six months, whatever makes you comfortable, but you've got to have some operating expenses in the bank ready. And again, most of the time we think about having that ready for a downturn, but now we're seeing it as really beneficial for cash flow issues in a very strong market, but there's obviously all these supply chain issues. So it's always... Always critical to have that. That's what allows businesses to survive for so long. Really, this is a little bit of a tangent on this takeaway, but really the reason that businesses go out of business is they run out of cash. That is the reason. They just can't survive because they run out of cash. And so if you always remember that, if you always have enough cash on hand, you can weather most any challenge, most any storm. So I think that was a great takeaway. And then I loved her note on people. You know, taking care of your people, making sure that they're not getting burned out, you know, helping them there, maybe even just providing some team time. Or one thing that we're doing here is we got everyone subscriptions to Peloton and the app. It's pretty inexpensive. You know, it's like 15 bucks a month, but we're going to start doing like group class times and things to just like, hey, let us we're all zoomed out, we're all like computered out and everyone's just super slammed busy right now. So that was a nice way to just say, hey, we're gonna make sure people are also focusing on activity and stepping away and taking a break. And I find it's counterintuitive, but sometimes when you step away, you actually come back more recharged and you're more effective, you make less mistakes. So yes, it might be time away from work and production and go, go, go. But I think it has a lasting short and long-term benefit. So, but just thinking about that people component, you know, and what what are some things that you can do to make sure you have a great environment, even though you are busy and you need to get a lot done, um, and there is a lot of opportunity, right? We can't can't forget about the short-term and burning people out and making sure that we we keep a good culture and a good team moving forward. So I really liked her advice there to just keep that top of mind. And then obviously... Final takeaway always be marketing. And that's something that you guys hear me talk about a lot because it pays dividends all year round. You know, whether you're in a slow time or a busy time, it keeps the consistency flowing for you. So you're not in that roller coaster of leads are way up, leads are way down, and then they're stuck down and then they pop back up during busy season, but then they just die off. So you want to build that consistency of lead flow. And the way to do that is just to always have a marketing program going, whatever that looks like for your company. All right, guys, those are my three takeaways from today's conversation. Don't forget to go register for the event. We'll have the link in the show notes for you below. And as always, we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody.